Before we begin our Torah study tonight, would you pray with me? Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Asher Kedshenu B'Mitzvotav, Etzivanu La'asok B'Divrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Tonight I want to talk to you about the broken world of the prophets and the broken world that we live in, but I also want to give you some encouragement. We love to read and to study the scriptures together. Hebrews 4.12 describes the scriptures as the word of God and says some very important things about the scriptures. The word of God is active and alive. It's alive. It's full of life and speaking life to you and to me. And it's active, connecting with our activities, with our actions and all the things that we're actively involved in, in all the different areas of our lives. And I want to, some, I want to share some thoughts that I hope will confirm and even strengthen your confidence in the scriptures. And remember this, the Bible is not religious propaganda. It's a revelation of the will of God, the ways of God, and the heart of God, and God's perspective about human life, our condition, and our lives. And unlike most religious propaganda, the, the Bible is different. The Bible shares truths in an honest and forthright manner. This week's portion from the Torah is usually read in tandem with last week's portion, but this year is a leap year in the Hebrew calendar, so they're being read separately. Last week, we read about Moses, the favorite son of Judaism, in a sad moment when Moses falls short and fails as a leader. Moses, the good prophet, fails. And then this week, we read about Balaam, or as we like to say in the South, Balaam, the false prophet extraordinaire, and how Balaam prophesies beautifully about Israel. So Balaam, Balaam, the bad prophet, does good. Moses, the good prophet, fails. Balaam, the bad prophet, does good. Oi. There's something to be learned here. Last week, we read from Numbers chapter 20, verses 7 through 12. The Lord said to Moses, take the staff, assemble the community, you and Aaron, your brother, and before their eyes, tell the rock to produce its water. You will bring them water out of the rock and thus enable the community and their livestock to drink. Moses took the staff from the presence of the Lord as he had commanded him. But after Moses and Aaron had assembled the community in front of the rock, Moses said to them, Listen here, you rebels. Are we supposed to bring you water from this rock? And then Moses raised his hand and he hit the rock twice with his staff. Water flowed out in abundance and the community and their livestock drank. But, but Adonai said to Moses and to Aaron, Because you didn't trust in me, so as to cause me to be regarded as holy by the people of Israel, you will not bring this community into the land I have given them. So here we see that our favorite son of Israel, Moses, falls short. Even Moses 
can let his temper and his frustration get in the way. And then this week we read about the false prophet Balaam, Balaam, who prophesies from the Lord. The false prophet prophesies from the Lord. Numbers chapter 24 verses 1 through 4. And I want to encourage you, by the way, those of you who participate by uh, writing in the comments section on, on Facebook Live, I want to encourage you to put scriptures in that we're using Numbers 24 verses 1 through 4. It's a good way to um, provide a reference for other people so that they can uh, follow along with us and look at the scriptures together, either as we're doing it live or if they see it later, uh, watching a recording or a video of it. Numbers 24 verses 1 through 4 says, When Balaam saw that it pleased Adonai to bless Israel, he didn't go, as at the other times, to make use of divination. Now, that's an important little detail. Bilam had been using divination, and he didn't do it this time. But he looked out toward the desert, and he raised his eyes. He saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, and the Spirit of God came upon him. And he made this proclamation. This is the speech of Balaam, son of Baor, the speech of the man whose eyes have been opened, the speech of him who hears God's word, who sees what Shaddai sees, who's fallen yet has open eyes. Here were his words in Hebrew. Ma tovu o halacha Yaakov, mishkanotecha Yisrael. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel. This verse, Matovu, is included in the Siddur, the traditional Jewish prayer, prayer book. And in this passage, we see that a false prophet may be false, is false, and still have something good to say. He may even be used by God on occasion to speak something true. Bilam is a false prophet that needs to be clear to us but god used him at this moment to speak a word of blessing and it's a subtle but very important teaching about the human condition even a false prophet may have something good to say on occasion should you trust a false prophet as a prophet and the answer is no because he's not a prophet from God. He's a false prophet. And in this way, the Bible teaches us not to be dismissive of the good in others, even our enemies, even those who are false. And it also teaches us not to idealize even Moses, and of course, not to idealize ourselves. And I'm using this word idealize, I-D-E-A-L-I-Z-E not to idealize ourselves and our friends and our people and our movement and those who are with us and not to be dismissive of our own deficiencies and our sins. We idealize whenever we regard or represent as perfect or better than is actually true or in reality. Now, these two perspectives 
are useful and they're much needed for all of us who hope and try to bring restoration and reconciliation and renewal for all of us who desire to touch the world for good. We should not just be dismissive of those who oppose us or with whom we disagree. We can find good in others. We shouldn't romanticize ourselves or idealize ourselves or look at ourselves, our friends, our heroes through rose-colored glasses. Why? Because even the best of us sins and falls short. That is our human condition. And that's what we learn from the story of Moses. Even Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses our teacher, even Moses, even you, even me, even all of us, the best of us, sin and fall short. That's our human condition. And even the worst of us has something good to offer. As well, we can learn to remind ourselves of the three commandments which the prophet Micah distills in this week's Haftorah reading in Micah 6 verses, uh, verse 8. It's just in one verse. And this is what he says. He's shown you, O man or um, O man or woman, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. To act justly, to do justice, to love mercy, to, to, to cherish mercy, and to walk humbly with your God, to walk in humility before God. Now with this in mind, let's remember that we do know the world is broken and needs help and healing. And we also know that there is much difficulty and even tragedy and sorrow. And the world needs to know there is also good news. Let's not get so frustrated that we forget our calling. We are called to bring good news to the people around us and to comfort them with the comfort that God has shown us during our own difficulties. I want to ask you to turn to Luke chapter 4, verse 17. This is a passage that the Lord put on Sandy's heart. I want to share it with you today. Luke 4, verse 17 through 20. During the Shabbat service, the parchment scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to Yeshua. Unrolling it, Yeshua found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then Yeshua rolled up the scroll, returned it to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began by saying, Today, this scripture is brought into fullness in your hearing. And Sandy underlined these simple points. It was good news for the poor, healing for the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to captives, and we should focus on the captives and recovery of sight. For whom? For the blind. Liberty for the oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, we should focus on this, that you and I can announce the year of the Lord's favor. In the days to come, when you're thinking about our mandate, our calling, let's not allow frustration or offense or anger or difficulty to stop us. You know the word kadima. That's Hebrew for forward or charge. And we say kadima. We remind ourselves kadima. We move forward. We move together. We move forward in a way that causes others to regard God as holy. Let's spread a pandemic of blessing all around us. Let's be a blessing to people all around us. Let's multiply blessing all around us. How do we do this? Well, one of the simple ways is to bless the Lord, is to recognize that the one who is perfect is the Lord. The one who always is good is the Lord. The one who does good is the Lord. Sometimes we fall short, even the best of us. And sometimes people who we don't expect to actually do good. Let's remember that. But let's bless the Lord with the traditional Hebrew prayer. It's very short. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, hatov v'hametiv. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, the good one and the doer of good. That's a great prayer and so useful, I think. Let's pray together. Lord, help us endure by holding on to you, the one who is good, and keeping your goodness in our hearts and in our minds. Thank you, Lord, that your peace is available to us in the name of Yeshua. And we pray this, Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. In a moment, we'll close with Aaron's blessing. But first, would you consider standing with us financially? If this live stream is a blessing to you, or if our Messianic Jewish Teachings podcast is a blessing, or if our Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue Sanctuary services are a blessing to you, would you consider blessing our ministry? All the information is available on our webpage, bethisraelnow.com giving. So let's close with Aaron's blessing. Yivarechecha Adonai v'yishmarecha, Ye'er Adonai panavelecha v'yichunecha, Yisa Adonai panavelecha v'yasem lecha. Shalom. May the Lord bless you, and may he keep watch over you and guard you and protect you. May the Lord cause the light of his face to brightly shine upon you, and may the Lord be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace. In the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. <laughs>